Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, we're 90% of the way there. 90% of the way there, because this is episode number 90 of the Kicks of ADHD podcast. Bam. Bam. Yeah. Oh, we did it together. Oh, we're we synchronized. Did. Yeah, kind of kind of synchronized. It's uh we're 90% of the way to triple digits. I am this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I figured that we 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 built in a a um a limited lifetime for this podcast because I'm using three digit numbers on everything. So once we hit 999. Uh-oh. You know. I don't know. Uh-oh. We're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, Today we're kind of kind of springboarding off the the topic that we talked about last week. Yeah, we are. We talked last week about the neurodivergent family. What happens when there's multiple people with ADHD in a family, which is very common. Yeah. And now we're talking about the neurodivergent workplace. So what do we mean by that? A workplace where there's more than one person with ADHD. And and let's face it. We tend to self-assemble somehow. 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 I'm not sure what that is. It's like sort of magnetism or something. And also, we should say, Dana, not everyone who is like neurodivergent has ADHD. So we we realize we're kind of, you know, mildly misusing that label. We're hijacking. We're hijacking. I mean, we are, but but it's because, you know, we don't like to to refer to people who have ADHD as, as ADHDers. Or, you know what I mean? Because as you've said, Dana, like we don't define ourselves by this trait that we have. It's not an identity, right? Right. And and a lot of people call it ADHDers. I was going through my old coach training notes from, you know, a bazillion years ago. And and it would, they she called them throughout the documents. It's ADHD or ADHD. Uh-huh. Or, and I know a lot of coaches and podcasters and people call it that. I don't use that because I don't believe it's... a. It's a lay. That's a label. I mean, that mm-hmm. is ADHD is not who I am. It's not who you are. It's a part of it. Sure, but that it's not the sum of who we are. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's shorter by like several syllables to use neurodivergent yeah. than it is to say people <laughs> or, who have ADHD <laughs> or multiple multiple ADHD people in one family. So oh. that's why we're using neurover- neurodivergent on that, and that's why you will never hear me nor David saying ADHD or yeah except except when I slip up which sometimes I, I do because I, you know Twitter AD- is the ADHD Twitter is full of people who use that term a lot so it, it does seep into my subconscious sometimes okay so, anyway All maybe it's say. maybe it's something I need to get just let go of do you uh, think I don't know no, anyway like we're no I, yeah. I, I really like the principle behind what you're saying it's 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 not a sentence it's not it's not an identity we are people and humans who who have a trait that's that's you know genetically or you know biologically wired in and it's 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 not an identity though and and we don't have to be defined by it which is one of the things that i think will probably come up as we talk about our workplaces right possibly oh very good segue back onto the topic david see i was very trying good. to you know 
Yeah, you're good. You're good. Keep it. Keep it going, man. Okay. So what happens when people with ADHD need to work together? What needs to be considered? You know, what could possibly go wrong what when you have multiple possibly? people with ADHD on the in the same workplace, on the same team, trying to get this stuff done? So are these rhetorical questions, Dana, or are we taking time to explore? <laughs> no, they're rhetorical oh, questions. Oh, okay. All right. What good. Good. I'm glad we're clear on that. <laughs> Yeah, because I have I have thoughts about what could possibly go wrong. (laughs) Oh, well, what, David, tell me a few things. What could possibly go wrong? So I I actually I spent um, much like you, I've spent most of my adult life not in a workplace as we would define it, you know, today. Mm -hmm. But but for the last couple of years, you know, a little bit different. I, I had a client that I was in I was in their office physically doing consulting for half a day every day for like a year. And then for the last year and a half or so, I've been I've been in full time employment, you know, outside of my business. And the business that I was doing consulting with was owned by a very good friend of mine who um, has ADHD and, and, and had no longer he had decided medication was not a good fit for him. And, and, and so anyway, one of the first things that happened when we were considering my consulting engagement was um, we, we have to set some ground rules because between the two of us. We could seriously take this company off track. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we could come up with some really brilliant, at the time, ideas. <laughs> and and <laughs> who knows where the, 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 the rudder of this ship would be aimed by the time we're done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, yeah. That's as far and as I'll I had for now. But. Someone who I would now say he was diagnosed with it when I were, was back in the corporate world, one of my buddies. We could waste so much time. We had so much fun just talking about everything and work didn't get done. It, it was always just the, you know, the Evan Dana chatty hour. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. It and was so, great. It, we would we would not chat just for the sake of chatting usually, but what we would do is come up with the most complex and complicated ways to do just about anything. <laughs> like, yeah, invent the most comprehensive systems, you know, like, yeah, you know, methods. So there then, you go, and then forget they exist, you know. So yeah, not not Dave. efficient. So David. What could possibly go wrong? Lots of things. And so that's why things. we want to look at this. That's mm-hmm. why we want to look at it. Where do we start? You know, he's he's rolling his eyes. Oh, go really? ahead. You can say it. You can say it this time. Well, I guess we just have to figure out what we want. What kind of workplace <laughs> do we want? What kind, of, <laughs> yeah. what kind of work experience do we want? What kind of outcomes do we want? Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Of course, so I'm looking at your we, notes too, but yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, you know, do we want work to go smoothly? Do we want it to be supportive? Do we want stuff to get done? Do we, you know, thinking, of, and this all sounds just pretty commonplace. You know, why would you even need to think about this? However, taking a moment to think it through really, really can help you realize, oh, so me talking all day with Evan and not getting anything done is not conducive to having things go smoothly. Precisely. And that and this that's just exactly the kind of thing that my friend Joe and I did when I when I, you know, became involved in this business was to say, you know, um, where where are the areas that we're allowed to work? <laughs> And where are the areas that we're not, you know, going to disrupt your your healthy functioning business right now? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I was there to solve certain particular challenges. So it was, it was a little bit self-evident, but we also had, had to have this conversation about, you know, where the, where the, where the boundaries are, what the rules are, what the ground rules are, that sort of stuff because of the outcomes we were hoping for. So it was, it was very much this conversation. Good. That's yeah. great. The other thing is, I think, take advantage of the fact of having these supercharged ADHD brains, the creativity, not to stifle that, because often it is stifled. Exactly. And that is something that we, I think we learn, especially in a workplace, because because we, we, we sort of train ourselves not to allow the ADHD creativity to get too out of control. And I, I think we... At least for me, I have found that I usually overcorrect the other direction. You know? Yes, I know that I had to, or I tried to in the corporate world, and it was not very successful, which is one reason I left, because I couldn't, I couldn't not be me. Right. Which, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Only for so long. <laughs> only for so long. Yeah. Also, just to enjoy having someone else in your world who it's thinks true. like you do with it's ADHD. True. We, we need to have that space to be us, to let, um, I was going to say let our hair down, but David doesn't have any hair. Um, so to, well, he does, he's got his beautiful beard. Anyway, oh, I digress again. Anyway, we need a place to just be able to be us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it does help to that. have a context where it's safe. And so like this, this collaboration of ours, we're not... I mean, we've never met in person even, but, you know, this is kind of a co-working relationship. We're, we're co-workers in that sense, colleagues and whatever. And this has been a delight for that reason, right? Yeah, You know exactly. And, and I had a workout buddy for a long time, for a couple of years, and, and, and uh, we'd, we'd, we'd meet at the gym several times a week. And clearly ADHD, also an entrepreneur, business owner, and we would just have the wildest conversations. I mean, they would make no sense to most humans, <laughs> but, you know, it was fun. It was good to have that. So, you know, yeah, it's if, healthy. If, if there's a place at work where that can happen without, you know, taking you off track, well, that's great, you know? Yeah, it's healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So how do you be a low hassle coworker? Oh boy. I didn't say no hassle. Right. <laughs> you notice that? Because we do have ADHD. Remember, we're trying to be more consistent, but we're never going to be perfect. Okay. But Dana's, also, I think being a no-hassle coworker is impossible no matter what your it is. state, That's, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's impossible for everybody, and especially if you're ADHD. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And I've broken this down into three areas, David. So the first thing is be the coworker you want to have. All right. Work on yourself. And I did, I believe I stole that from, was it Gandhi or Mother Teresa? Yeah, but, I think it was Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. That seems, that seems <laughs> yeah. very Gandhi-esque, right? Yes, yes. Anyway, work, you got to work on yourself. What does that mean? Take responsibility for your own ADHD challenges. Watch the excuses, cut the excuses. Excuses are so lame. People don't care. It's all about you. It's all about your mayhem. It's lame. And there's a huge difference, an excuse versus an explanation. Exactly. Exactly. And we may it, have talked about this last week. I don't remember. I don't think we talked about it last week, but we've yeah. talked about it before when we were. We've done a podcast yeah, on it early whole, on. Whole, yeah. So yeah. It, that's true. And it's also kind of, um, and it like maybe this is a diversion, but I'm going to introduce it anyway because, hey, um, so 
also it sort of like raises the question and we've talked about this a little bit before but Dana it might be good to bring it up now like do we how much do we share at work about you know whether we have ADHD or not so like in my current workplace I've shared it privately with a couple of people key people who I knew were going to have to navigate around my eccentricities and idiosyncrasies and whatnot you know what David I'm going to say let's table that and maybe do another podcast on it I don't know if we've done it before but that is a whole topic yeah. Itself. So it's good then if we're let's just assume for the, for now that we're not just making it public all the time. You know, yeah, we're I, not I, just you know, we're not wearing an I have ADHD T-shirt right. to work or on the Zoom calls and we're not running around saying it and and everything. It's it's um, but, you know, that you you can we can pick each other out. Oh, we can. But also, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we always have excuses yeah. And and for why something didn't happen or why something went sideways right. or whatever. And that's yeah. I think that's your point, regardless of whether people know about the diagnosis or not. Right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And we can, you know, the dog ate the homework, um, whatever, you know, <laughs> excuses like that uh, go only go so far. And then they get really old and basically they're about you and your problem. And they're not looking at the bigger picture and what you know, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But taking responsibility yeah. is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, and that needs to happen at home or at work, frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So much. that means looking at where y- your, you know where your ADHD hangs things up. Are you a bottleneck? Oh, boy. I work with a lot of clients who are the bottleneck. And what needs to happen to, to problem solve that, to system solve that so you're no longer the bottleneck? Such an important detail that that one right there. Yeah, because yeah. I I am I am a bottleneck right now at my workplace. You know, my name is David. I am a bottle, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's 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 easy for people in my current work environment to point to all the reasons why it's systemic. It's the you know I'm overworked because there's too much of this and that and the other thing, and and they're not really pointing at me at the moment. Which is great, but the thing of it is, Dana, I know me, and I know that this follows me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so so there's a little bit of me that's like, well, okay, you guys all think that there are you know other reasons for this, and I'm gonna let you go with that for now. But one day the music's gonna stop, <laughs> you know, and everybody's gonna realize, yeah. you know, that guy's just always a bottleneck. <laughs> so they're making excuses for you. I'm not saying a darn thing, and they're all just like, you know, and I don't know. I like so there's a little bit of my my rejection sensitivity uh, you know like <laughs> radar is up going have they all like had a meeting and, and been like let's just never make him think that we think it's him <laughs> you know you know what i mean like and of course the idea that they could coordinate that conspiracy is kind of ludicrous but but nevertheless that, that little voice is in there going you know they actually all know it's you and they're just trying to be nice <laughs> are you that important david i don't think i am that important no <laughs> I really don't. That's the kind of amusing thing about it, you know? Oh, boy. All right. So where, you know, thinking it through, where does your ADHD cause problems? Being the bottleneck, overcommitting. Oh, goodness, being no. Over, that never Being happens. unrealistic, overly optimistic. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the, it's all Bust, the time. Busting through deadlines constantly. See, the problem is, though, like when your brain kicks in and we've talked about this a million times, you know, it's 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 the crisis. It's the deadline. It's the whatever. Like the brain kicks in and suddenly magic happens. People come to expect it. And that's where one of the reasons why I've, I've shared this with a couple of key people at the business that I'm in right now is just like, hey, look, um, 
sometimes that that works. And believe me, I try to trick my brain every day to figure out how I can be as productive as possible. But you cannot expect that kind of performance on a regular basis. And if you do, this is going to go badly, like really badly. <laughs> Sideways fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's... um. And so we, and sometimes we can we can inadvertently create unrealistic optimism in other people's mm-hmm. expectations of us. Yes, that's the scary thing. Very to me. true. Very yeah. true. Very true. Yeah. So if you're, and so this is where we're looking at two people with ADHD working together, right? Also, or multiple people, talk through the challenges, the pain points with the other other person problem solve, you know, help each other set up the systems, what needs to happen, call each other, you know, have a secret code, you pull on your earlobe or something when you, the other person realizes that you're over committing. Yeah. Morse code on zoom, you know, where you start tapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Morse code, so that's not going to work, but yeah, exactly. Like, or, or like a code word that you can, that you can, that you can say, you know, like sneeze <laughs> strategically or I don't know, but yeah, like, that's good. I, I like that idea a lot, like like helping each other. Because, because look, we all have different strengths and weaknesses, right? So just the fact that we both, like you and I, for example, we both have ADHD, but 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 it's, you know, like our strengths lie in completely different, not, not 100%, there's overlap, but you know what I mean? Like we have different really solid areas. And so um, mostly it's you helping me because you're a coach and, and, and I'm not, but, but we're, we're, we're able to, we're, we are able to work with each other, you know, to help. Make sure that we don't yeah. hit problems. Yeah. 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 And that's what that's what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. So after we work on ourselves or while we're, we're this isn't happening, just um, parallel. It's, you know, it's all happening together. Work with your coworker. In my world, the people that annoy me the most and on my team, as far as business, are the ones with ADHD. Or if I'm in a committee or something and it's the people with ADHD, I have very little patience with them and I have to work on it. Oh my. Because we can see it. I see it. I have seen this happen with me too. Like I know when their ADHD is, is, is like steering something out of control. And why is that so annoying, Dana? Because <laughs> I know I do the same darn thing. Right. Well, it's this is just life. I mean, there have been books written about this, not in connection with ADHD. If if something somebody's doing is bugging the heck out of you, turn around and and look at yourself or stand and look in the mirror Notice. because it means you're you're doing yeah. it. It's the four fingers pointing back at you, right? When you point yes, the one at the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I find when I'm working with clients, when I'm working with people where it's my job to support their ADHD, I'm fine. Sure. I'm okay, unless they're way off the rails. However, if it's a situation where I see them not managing it, then I, I, my patience starts to wane. And that's my thing. So what does that mean? It means that not everybody's where you are. Everybody has a different brand of ADHD. What works for one person may not work for another. So have, give, each, give people some grace. Give them yeah. some space. Yeah. And also you let that let that annoyance be a little bit of a signal to you that there's probably something you're doing here yourself that's worth looking at. Right. Which. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is a useful, useful idea. And also, if you can, because one of the great things that you train people to do, even through listening to this podcast, is noticing things and 
un, and and like making your map out of what you notice, right? So if we can map where the where the 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 landmines are for that other person, and simultaneously if they can map our own landmines, then then we can collaborate and help each other not step on them. Yes. Perhaps, right. Yes. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. I like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Talk about it with your ADHD person. Set boundaries. Don't let someone else's ADHD drag you down. Communicate it. it That's it, good. It, kindly. Of course, they probably aren't as far along the path as you are. Yeah. I'm assuming since you're listening to ADHD podcasts, you're just making the assumption that you're working on it at some level. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And it's um, this can be painful, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily easy to confront someone and and confront is maybe a strong word. But at, at, yeah. at some point we have to we have to be able to open the dialogue. But we also have to allow the dialogue to be opened with us by the other person and not be you not get defensive and not get our feelings hurt and whatever else, you know, uh, and be able to be mature about it. Right. Yeah. Communicate. That's what we need to do. Just communicate. Yeah. Communication is good. It's a, yeah. it's a good, it's a good key. Yeah. So oh, yeah. can you think of anything else that helps, helps you work with an ADHD coworker? David? Uh, I, I know we're going to shift gears in a second, but just, yeah. just thinking about, um, you know, I, I love the idea of being able to share tips and, you know, and and observations with them. So one of the things that I've done in my current working environment is is I'll just share like, hey, you know what I found? Here's something that worked well for me, you know? And I'll share and it doesn't I'm not saying it's not it's not code for, hey, you know, you're really screwing this up and here's what you should do, right? Cuz that's not that's not what I want to do. But by opening a dialogue in that way like, hey, you know, here's a similar situation or here's something that I noticed about my ADHD and here's something that I've done. Um, is it, that, that's kind of a, a way to maybe drop people's guard and have, have more of an open dialogue about something that, that is, is helpful. Um, I like that to share. Yes. Yeah. Approaching it from a, a curiosity, problem solving solutions based instead of shooting. Yeah. Good. Yeah. See, you said that so much more beautifully than I did. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, what I've seen was where is my boundary is as the head of my company, I cannot have, I've had VAs and technical people and such in the past who have ADHD. And I realized that that doesn't work for me mm. because I do not need to be the most organized, responsible person on the team. Right. And it Yikes. takes a lot of energy if I have to be the one constantly reminding people and making sure the deadlines are met and da, 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 da. A little bit of it, groovy. I can do it. However, if someone um, really can't hold up their end, I, I can't work with them. I, I found that for me, uh, owning a company. I, I, I absolutely will not manage other people's deadlines. I, not only do I hate being micromanaged, but I actually can't effectively micromanage other people yeah it takes too much energy i'm having i have to work hard enough on my own yeah stuff. exactly exactly and and so that's uh that's a really good point and and maybe when it comes to adhd co-workers where you may or may not have the leverage to decide who you're working with <laughs> because you're not the owner yeah. of the company or you're not the right. manager or in charge or whatever maybe it's good to 
have a dialogue with whoever is, you know, so that you can you can say, hey, we, you know, we, these, these, myself and this other person need to probably steer clear of each other in certain types of situations, you know, where possible. You know, and let's let's change up what we were planning to talk about next week and talk about um, disclosing your ADHD in the workplace oh, and how okay. to talk about your ADHD in the workplace. I don't know if we've done a pod on that yet, and it's probably been a long time if we have. No, we, we, I, we've talked about it briefly, but never, I don't think we've ever devoted an entire show to it. Okay. So I'll, I'll be interested in that. That'll be, that'll yeah, be it's a, it's a, it's a big talk topic. We yeah. cover it quite a bit in the success club, actually. Good. Yeah. But so you can have that conversation about arranging working environments without disclosing if yeah. you, you know. And you, yeah, and we'll talk about that. Good. Okay. All next cool. week. Cool. Okay. Nice. Okay. Excellent. So then, like so, so we've talked about how to manage your ADHD when you're working with other people in an ADHD environment and how to work with other people who have ADHD when there's multiples of you. Now let's talk about, let, I call it, I'm calling it supercharging the workplace. How do you use this gift that's ADHD to make the it a better workplace to help you all? Yeah. And this gets exciting for me because this is where the fun stuff can happen. Yeah. It's the working together to take advantage of your ADHD gifts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And David, you know of a book that um, I hadn't read yet. I'd forgot. I'd seen it and I'd forgotten about it. So tell us yeah, a little bit about that. Yeah, it's one of the first books that I picked up when I got my diagnosis, and I was thinking about you know, I, it was it was becoming painfully obvious to me how many downsides there were <laughs> to ADHD, and mm -hmm. so this book really caught my eye. It's called The ADHD Advantage by Dr. Dale Archer, and um, the we can link to it in the show notes too if somebody wants to check it out. But it's. It's, it's the guy's an MD. He was a psychiatrist. He is a psychiatrist, but he was already, you know, out of med school in practice and 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 was working on a book. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this might have been a clue. Um, and but he uh, he was writing a book on on different types of of brain anomalies, and he was doing a chapter on ADHD and interviewing people. And when it occurred to him, <laughs> oh yeah. I actually have this. <laughs> and um, and so it was I, I found that story really amusing. I think um, that is so funny. I, yeah. I just yeah, I love that. I want to read this just to find out it. Yeah. How did he how did His, it get missed? In, in how did, yeah, how did he make it through med school? First of all, right? you know? and then, well, there are a lot of doctors with ADHD. Oh, yeah. I just I'm yeah. like I'm amused, though, that you didn't discover it. <laughs> In, if like in any environment, you might it might be that one. Maybe the stress was just enough to fuel his right. You know, whatever. But it doesn't matter. He uh, he profiles a lot of different people, and uh, some of them quite well known. So you'll know you'll recognize names and so forth. But I remember one story he told was about a business owner who had ADHD and realized he was just driving his team crazy. And this is what we tend to do if we own the company, right? We can go, we can change direction after we've just got like all of our neurotypical people rowing in one direction. You know, hey, this is this new direction we're gonna go. And then after a few rounds of that, people are just, they don't trust you anymore. They're not willing to go along or whatever. So what, what this particular entrepreneur did was he de he defined times. And I, and I don't remember if it was like a day a week or half day, a couple of times a week, some periods of time where he was, he was allowed to let his creativity just do whatever it was going to do. Yeah. And, and it, it created a, a very satisfying opportunity for him, but it also allowed him to kind of stay within the guardrails the rest of the time so that he didn't drive his team completely crazy, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Because they couldn't keep up, you know? And, right. And and I think what I've learned 
with especially with Meg, my my late my assistant now who's wonderful. Hi Meg. Uh, hi Meg. We love you, Meg. We do. Um, is is I have to tell her just because I say something, have an idea, do not start working on it. <laughs> because she she is this kind of person that I this idea comes out of my mouth and then she'll go and start working on it and put it together and then three weeks two weeks later I'm I'm wondering what this thing is and it's just not the right thing yeah and you don't even recognize yeah. it or remember saying it right like <laughs> well I kind of do but, kinda, just, what, but yeah, what yeah. in the heck was I thinking yeah like that was ridiculous like you yeah should, you should have told me not to no but i'm kidding you, you, you can't yes. blame other people but so no that's be, true that's really yeah good. just because i say let's have a show doesn't mean you go out and start buying the costumes yeah well and even with this podcast right we had this this brainstorm of, of an idea but we let it simmer for a while and then we had a, a <laughs> like few a conversations. <laughs> well fair enough okay so maybe a little <laughs> <Yeah>. too long <laughs> <laughs> anyway we digress yeah. okay so how do you use your ADHD gifts to supercharge the workplace. We talked about it a little bit. Can you brainstorm, get together and just have places where you can let your ADHD guardrails loose and brainstorm. Use that idea and then make sure that it's what you're coming up with is realistic. Maybe you sit on it for a while. Yeah. Vet it. Run know. it through the the really Dana test. Yeah, really? I like the really Dana test. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you know the, the, my my colleague who I was consulting with uh, for that year, the pandemic started about three or four months into my engagement with them, and and this is exactly what we did. We just hunkered down and said, "All right, we're gonna whiteboard," um, and we did a SWOT analysis for the business as a whole but thinking about the industry and thinking about the local marketplace and all that a SWOT analysis if you don't know the strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats SWOT uh, is a very common framework for not just brainstorming but just identifying you know uh, and prioritizing really how do you prioritize what you work on so um and 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 that was a very powerful exercise and uh, my ADHD really shines in crises like that Mm-hmm. Um, I can't live in a crisis all the time, as I've come to find out. But, but um, in 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 moments of crisis like that, wow, creativity and all that stuff really spikes. And that's just me. I mean, I realize that some of our ADHD giftings run in very different directions. But that's that's what tends to work well for me. So you know, yeah. Um, so how can you use that brainstorming? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Productivity partnering, bottled body doubling, as we talked about a few weeks ago. I have. One client who she's got a new gig um, working um, and with a company and she has realized that there are probably four other women that she's working with and they're all virtual still is that they they want a productivity partner with them and they Mm. realize, okay, once a week we get together for an hour and a half. We're just on Zoom. We're not talking. We're just busting out work. That's so good, too, because it allows you to put a meeting or something on your calendar so that other people see that you have something going on. And yeah, and maybe looks it official. allows you to. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead you of working with yourself, it, it looks yeah. legitimate. And um, I don't know that she's ever anybody has ever said the word ADHD. It's just you see it, you notice it, and that there's people that have a hard time getting stuff done or saying on topic or whatever. And then, hey, would you like to productivity partner with me? I love that idea. Yeah. That's a really, that's one I can actually probably do. 
I can, I can, because I have, I put times on my calendar that are like focus time, no meetings, please Mm -hmm. set my calendar to auto decline meetings and whatever. And still people pop in and chat and other, you know, I set it to do not disturb and whatever else is like, Hey, I got an emergency or whatever. So, but if I'm in a meeting, it, it, it's, I have an excuse, right? Oh, sorry. I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And then having ADHD safe moments. So if, if it, maybe it's just going to lunch, maybe it's being with someone who understands what it's like to have your wonderful creative brain and enthusiasm and ideas and all of that stuff that we have to have guardrails on and control. And it feels so good to let that go every once in a while. It really does. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And yeah. it's good to also designate those times because then it allows you to sort of say, by, by by definition, if this is an ADHD safe, you know, zone, whatever this time frame is, then the other ones are less so, <laughs> you know? Yes. So yes. You, you, it sort of helps you kind of draw some, some, some boundaries there. The other thing I would say is like, if you're leading a team or part of leadership or in a, on a committee or whatever, if you have, you know, people like us on the committee or in leadership or whatever, Find someone with some other strengths to balance you out, you know, Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that there are action items that are going to get followed through on and right. timelines and other things that you may or may not, that I wouldn't be strong at. And it but. depends, like with ADHD, the, yes, I have it, and but I'm still real pretty darn good at that. Right. I'm good, at, um, I'm good at defining it all. I'm not necessarily good at follow through on it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the follow through I've had to work on, but the defining and running meetings and keeping meetings on track and all of that, that's a strength of mine. You may not notice it with the podcast sometimes because we do can off track, but this is an ADHD friendly zone. It is. Uh, in meetings, I'm, I am on it. Right. Uh, and I, I think it's because my first boss really taught me how to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I... Yeah, so I don't know why I'm so darn good at it, but I am good at it. It's a, it's a strength of mine. And just because you have ADHD doesn't mean that you can't do certain things. So know what you can do well and know what you can't. Yeah, absolutely. And we did a whole episode on meetings, as I recall. I we did so, a couple of them yeah, way back. Have had. Yeah, episode yeah, 13, Stop Mishandling Meetings. And then the episode 12 was like stop, was, was about being unprepared. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we, we subtitled it BSing your way through, you know, <laughs> yeah. may, maybe meetings and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are good okay. reference uh, items if you want to jump back and listen to those. But yeah, Dana, okay. I think this has been helpful. I like this. Good. I like this. Yeah. Good, good stuff. What'd you learn, David? Anything? Am I putting you on the spot? What no, you, no. What's your takeaway? I, I, I think my biggest takeaway, because I have a, a, had more experience lately with this, I think my biggest takeaway right now is is the idea. I really like the productivity partner slash body doubling idea disguised as meetings that um, that, that could make a big difference. And um, mm-hmm. I have a, a coworker or two in mind that I might try this out with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, just to create zones where... I, I have an excuse why I can't be disrupted right now. And then right. hopefully can, and you and I know really well, body doubling can really be super powerful for getting things done. So yes, it can be. And that's, and so that could be a good, a good tool for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not necessarily a brainstorm. It's a, it's a get stuff done storm. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly push push through on you're the, not talking the hard those stuff. times yeah right it's not yeah right. it's actually not if, an adhd safe zone at all it's the other way around no right? it's the other way around and if you need to um go back and look at what productivity partnering is we talked about that i'm looking a few weeks ago and i don't know what it was you probably have better faster access to the oh, let's see who can find it first yeah, uh, I, I, have, designing a productive day was that it? Uh, could have been favorite focusing hacks. I bet that was it, number eighty three. Yeah, that's. I bet it was good. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Cool. All right. Excellent. So, dearest, darling listeners, what's your takeaway? What's your next step with what we talked about today? Thinking about something is not the same as acting about something. And often we just think and think and think and we don't act. We want to start shifting in the, huh, okay, what can I do with this? What's my next small step? Yeah, absolutely. And we'd like to hear from you. If you've got hacks and tips and things from your experience with other neurodivergent coworkers. I can say that. Um, We'd like to hear from you. You can find this episode number 90, as we've said before, on uh, the website at kicksomeadhd.com slash 090. Three-digit episode number gets you to the comments, the show notes. If you want to link out to that book we mentioned earlier, that's there. Uh, All of that's there. So we want to hear from you. You can also hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Just search kicksomeadhd, and we would love to hear your ideas and input. And rate and review us on your app please, because that helps people find us and and um, it just makes the world know that there's help for ADHD out there. Yeah. All right, everybody, go out and kick some ADHD. Bye-bye, David. I will see you next week. Thanks a lot, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.